0: to the deep dive beyond the game live dive hybrid how are you mr. Smith good Trent mate how are you doing very well we're in a new environment we're in beyond the game HQ my house is a bit of a circus at the moment so we're in the HQ in the sitting H-H- in different Q- places different feels places. Places. A, bit odd. a bit weird Ooh. but you
1: know change as good as
0: a holiday as they say and we both could do with holiday that's very much true we're nearly there at the back end of the year let me just turn the sound up that's probably ideal I'm just thrown here yeah massive thanks to our mates at hops to Home times, we've got yeah. some lovely uh, beers here cheers cheers uh, so first cab off the ranks this is a old wives ale it's hard to say because it's not tales. old wives ales. ales and uh, this is not an ale no it's not that's even stranger it's a, a tarted sort of sour gozer type beer so check out to Hopster home it's a craft beer delivery service craft beer to the house that's it fresh Ready? craft beer subscription S- summer's
1: only two days away then it's Christmas, then, then it's New Year's, weeks ago, but yeah. yeah, and then
0: it's the summer of sports, so you'll need beer. <laughs> you will need a lot of beer, that is true. So definitely check out Hops Home, Hopstone.com.au Home, AU craft beer delivery service. You get a discount with AFL Deep Dive as the promo code, and uh, yeah, you get cheap, quality, great, fresh craft beer. Where's, where's the negative there? we are going to do a few things tonight so we will talk a little bit about the afl draft probably fairly briefly given it pretty much happened exactly as expected yeah i don't think there was really any surprise no there shocks. Was not, no not really major trades out of it nothing particularly that interesting happened so i think we'll run through the top 10 chat a bit about it and then we'll continue with our 2018 season review. so we'll yep. do the next three teams So we've got Port, which, you know, will definitely. I think the next three, it should be a bit of a meteor example. There was a few teams in the last couple of episodes where there probably wasn't as much to chat about. Plenty to talk about this week. But yeah, Port were fairly disappointing. Obviously, Richmond, you know, fell apart at the last second, and then St Kilda is a fair bit to talk about as well. There was a lot of hope, and then. yeah, not, uh, not so much. Not so much meat no. on the uh, bone there. No, no, a bit like the Liberals. So, bit like the Liberals, yeah. Anyway, so we'll keep keep moving. But anyway, we'll go through the draft. But anyway, thanks so much for joining us. Um, if you're watching this or listen to this later, you can't ask any questions, sorry, it's too late. But, but if you are if watching you are this, alive, yeah. if you're here now with us right now, definitely check out on the Facebook uh, panel there, you can ask questions. And uh, abuse this or whatever you whatever you keen on doing. Yeah, call us go for it. Go for it. Yeah. So let's let's get into it. So draft, right? So the draft happened over two days, which I thought was ridiculous. What would waste
1: you say? Of t- waste of time. It, I can see that they were trying to follow the NBA heavily, heavily in that mould. But it's not that exciting for us as AFL supporters. I wouldn't think. I get it. If you're a Carlton supporter or a uh, Gold Coast supporter, you want to see who's going where, but ultimately, you know, it's gonna be one of three people in a draft It was pretty long.
0: I mean, to drag it across two days, I thought it was fairly ridiculous. Yeah,
1: look, it makes makes the Brownlow look super exciting and super (laughs) fast. It does make
0: that very quick, doesn't it? Given that got
1: done in like a three hour period. And I don't know if it's not gonna be televised, at prime time on Channel 7 and be yeah, yeah. promoted and all that type of stuff. Yeah, I don't see the point. Just get over and done with. These poor kids, it's true, yeah. they've got enough stresses, a lot of them doing um, their well, final year of high school. And worrying about whether they have to and go they've to got the Coast as well. T- yeah, and you drag it over two days. I don't know, I felt. Maybe, That's a lot maybe of stress for these kids. Imagine if they have to
0: go there. I reckon I could do this in about two hours. I reckon you could do it in about 20 minutes. You just bang through them. Yeah, bang through Same old, gone, yep, off to go and you, old yeah. mate coaches you're going to Gold Coast, sucked in. Well, this in. is the thing. Next
1: Next <laughs> AFLX wanted them to make the game faster. They put some time pressure on these uh, committees from each of the clubs. You've got 30 seconds to make your play or yeah. 20 seconds. That'll be, you'd get some engagement from uh, the audience then, I'd, I'd watch that.
0: Yeah, I, I think, yeah, that's, anyway, the format is what it is. Neither of us particularly liked it, but we'll run through the 10 and... Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it was a little while ago anyway, and I think everyone's pretty pretty clear on it, and I'm... I'm and seeing what their clubs have got and where, where they all
1: fit. So we yeah. won't go into too much, because no. you've all probably done it yourself anyway.
0: But also, the thing too is, like, you see people, you know, on, on Twitter and stuff, and they're like, oh... Riley Collier Dawkins. I, I love him. I watched 10 games of him playing with the uh, the uh, Dandenong Dragons and it's like nah no, nah, you didn't. Like most of these people have not seen any of these kids and have no idea who any yeah, of, of them are. He, like, because he's from The Waffle. Well, is he? I don't even <laughs> no, know. I don't I don't know. know who he is. No I yeah, Oakley Chargers. Yeah. I just pulled that. That <laughs> name was longer so I thought I'd read that one out. But anyway, point is we, we, no one really knows who any of these people are but we'll go through the 10. So at number 1 Sam Walsh went to uh, Carlton coming from the Geelong Falcons another you know top pick mm, from Geelong, Geelong Falcons. Yeah, and they keep, keep turning out. out jokers every every couple of years. Yeah, and he looks ready made. He looks fantastic. I mean any and the thing about it is I it, like everybody says that his leadership ability is is outstanding. So the great thing is they've got a natural successor to, to Cripps. Because, you know, I, I'd, I'd imagine Cripps would probably take... I know they've got multiple captains, but mm. they will... I reckon they'll, you know he'll probably take that, I imagine, on his own in, in two or three years. I would think, I'm guessing, but I think that's potential. But then Sam's probably going to be in the running, yeah. you imagine, in five, six years' time. Which is great, to have that already set up. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah he yeah, looks yeah. really
1: good. He looks very good. Um, a bit of Cam Rainer about him, I reckon, as yeah. well. Yeah. So if he, they can get that type of... Um, out, output for the 15th, you know, so like Brisbane did, then they're yeah. definitely in the right track. So, matter is getting him right and uh, holding on to him for the next <laughs> yeah. few years. But
0: jokes aside, I mean, like, he's this is the thing, like, everyone's like, you saw, I saw a lot of, op- and it's great to see optimism from Carlton supporters, it's better than, than Westgate. But that said, I mean, look, let's be honest, it, it's probably not going to make a massive difference. Um, I'm sure they won't. After the Jack Watts thing, I don't reckon we're going to see much more of the "Let's roll the number one pick out really early on the season and you know pray and hope." You know, yeah, it's he's not, a saviour. No, that's no. that's not going to happen. So, and it's been Carlton have a big history of having saviours that just haven't worked. So, that's probably going to go out the window. But yeah, look, quali- very quality player. Uh, he obviously looks fantastic. And then number two, uh, poor old Jack Lacocious, uh didn't end up getting to the SA, but future Adelaide Crow Lacocious has gone to the Gold Coast for a few years and then he'll be off to Adelaide, let's be brutally honest. Let's, I mean, that's the reality, like he's basically on rent at Gold Coast for a few years and then he'll he will be off. Well, he's,
1: he's got a got a, another mate there from, oh geez, he's, he's from as well. SA as well. Exactly, um, so there's two. So, so Gold Coast have yeah. real, like they either Problems. back themselves to keep these kids Which they'll try. or they're delusional. Because well, they're going to try. Of course. Winning games helps, mm, having a culture helps, mm. don't know how they're going to fix that in three years, but you know, who knows. Let's and
0: rack helps. Yeah, true. Let's see. Yeah.
1: So, interesting that they did go with their first two picks with players both from
0: SA. Two and three, yeah. Well, they, they were just the players. SA had a lot of talent this year, yeah. so purely out of SA you've got to, I mean, obviously Vic's got, there's a heap there as well. but. Um, if you go through the list, there's actually some, well, I mean, two and three, I mean, it doesn't get too much better. But, um, it's pretty good. Yeah, and in pick um, five, there's an SA guy as well. So. And I reckon Rankin could easily have gone number one. I, I actually think Rankin's the player that I've seen the most of out of that 10, and he looks unbelievable. Like, his ball-handling skills are incredible. He looks elite already. Yeah. So, yeah, look, Lukosius um, didn't get to SA. It was always very unlikely that that was going to happen, and that's it. So he's, he's going to have to go to the Gold Coast for yeah. a few years. And then at number three, uh, Rankin, as we just said, so, yeah, it's pretty much the exact same problem. So the reason uh, they had the third pick was it was a free agency compensation pick for uh, Lynch. For Lynch. So Lynch left, they got three, and it is what it is. So they, got, they kept ranking, and look, Gold Coast have, you know, pulled in, they got picked six as well. So they've pulled in a lot of top end. Um, the, obviously, the major question is, are they going to keep them? Keep and them, I yep. would say, I would, I, I I'd be absolutely shocked if Lacocious is still there in four years, let alone, you know, three even maybe, who knows. Yeah. He's got to serve out the initial bit, <laughs> but I'd, I'd be extremely shocked if he doesn't go, which is extremely damaging, again, again. to this brand. Absolutely. Uh, and then the King, first of the King twins at number four, Max King uh, went to St Kilda, uh, so Sandringham Dragons. That, again, was fairly predicted that, that St Kilda would use pick four um, to get around, Max. If he was still yeah.
1: And there was an off chance that he may have gone earlier, but he doesn't sort of. When Lacosius is such a good player and they're yeah. sim- similar styles, Gold Coast were always going to go with Lacosius well, first.
0: Yeah, exactly. But we said, we said in some order that Rankin, Lacosius, and Walsh would almost certainly make up the three. Like, that was almost pretty much yeah. certain that that was going to happen. It was like... A uh, bit maybe like the, a King in there, but that was pretty... Rosa was a bit of a chance. He ended up going at five. But it's like the O one. one Yeah, high uh, um, it's pretty deep. Judd but. and Ball.
1: Everyone knew that they were going to be the three. It was yeah. just a matter who picked who. But yeah. they were generally going to be the pick first three. That's
0: it. So Max King, if you haven't seen the King boys, definitely worth watching. The AFL did a, a feature on them recently on their website and their YouTube channel. That's actually really worth watching. They look pretty... Um, pretty interesting so massive units um, yeah. basically they're both um, Hallibri, uh kids two massive guys one down back one up forward um, you yeah, know they, they look they look incredible and, and they, ca- they can actually play both hands they look both amazing yeah so that's under uh, Lloyd's tutelage is yeah correct it? so, yeah.
1: so they've coming into a system under the guise of obviously one of the AFL greats in Matty Lloyd so they they're gonna be it's mentally yeah they, well they're mentally going to be ready for the riggers. Um, is it Ben that's injured and it's going to be a little bit late starting? Yeah, correct, yeah. yeah. So, but Lloyd, he, he, he if hadn't got injured, yeah, exactly. So. But yeah. Lloyd will have told him like what he needs to do and all yeah. the support. Oh. So yeah, they, they look like they're, they're going to be seriously good players. The, yeah. Probably the two of the top five and or ten that will probably show the yeah. First signs of being AFL ready once they get into it. Yeah. Um, just
0: because their physicality is, is ready to go. That's it, and injuries like that nowadays is really not a major concern. Uh, and then also a really, really quality player that was a bit of a smoky to get into the top three was uh, Connor Rosie, so ended up coming in at fifth. Uh, so he's gone Port to Port Adelaide, Port Adelaide and that. an Adelaide player. So yeah. uh, traded, uh, the pick was traded from Brisbane Lions. So yeah, look, incredible, seriously, seriously good player. Um, he looks unbelievable. He looks just like such a workhorse sort of a player. Really exciting to watch as well. Yep. I, yeah, I can't wait to see him in the first. He looks fantastic. And then number six, as we just said before, Ben King. Uh, poor old mate, King's gone to the Gold Coast. Um, the kind of the subplot of this with the Kings is they're, not only are they they're obviously brothers, but um, worth noting is that the King Um, boys are like best mates as well so they're like super 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 close close. yeah so um and the family's all from melbourne you know everyone's they've got all their roots here so again it doesn't look ideal at all for gold coast and you can really feel that again in two or three you know four years time there could be another there could be another another problem because it's 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 exactly the same buddy scenario they just can't get you know homegrown top end from up there, that that want to just stay there and be in the Gold Coast, so it's a concern. Um, and then pick seven, uh, Bailey Smith went to the Doggies. Uh, he looks he looks pretty exciting um, in terms of what he can add to the Dogs. It's obviously hard to tell, but he's he's got some serious talent. Yeah. Taryn Thomas uh, went to North, um, so he's a lawn system boy. He looks pretty uh, exciting actually. I, I quite look like the look of him from what I've seen. Um, he looks yeah, very sort of. Um, I heard him sort of compared to a bunch of different players, but I mean, yeah, it's so hard to do those sort of comparisons because like... You just don't know where they fit into the team and the mould. But I mean, good
1: that he's a top-end player for his age, but also from a marketing and branding perspective with North. Yeah. Getting a Tassie guy. That's good. And they have Tassie as a home base. Absolutely. Perfect. So a really smart choice there from the the Roos. And what they've got at the moment on paper, That'd okay. be great. Well, they'd be stoked yeah. to
0: be able to get a top 10 pick this year. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think a Tasmanian team's anywhere near. No, so not let's, yet. let's be honest. Um, and then pick nine, Chase Jones uh, went to Adelaide. Adelaide's so amazing. again, like that was about as good as they could sort of get um, in the and draft from an Adelaide perspective. They, they, re- they needed to trade some massive, massive stars. stars to try to get um, Lacoste and they just weren't willing to not do it. I don't He'll, think it was... They don't need to. They're going to get him in a few Can years anyway. What? What's the point? Yeah. I think I think that's... Look, that the big, the crazy thing is, I reckon it's almost guaranteed that, I think of all of it, Lacoste is the one that I reckon is going to go. But, I mean, you can't not say... I mean, I'd be pretty surprised if Ben King doesn't want... Because he, he openly says, even though he's gone to the Gold Coast, he's openly said, Ben King, that he his dream is to play with his brother. Brother, yeah. So what does that tell you? Like, at some point, he's going to come home. Yeah, unless he goes to the goal, unless um, Max goes to the goal, goal which well, is highly well, unlikely. He's
1: at, well, he is at St. Kilda, so it could uh, force uh, I mean, him up there.
0: Yeah, well, that's it. If they're finishing 14th, maybe he wants 15th. Like, he thinks, oh, well, what's it really? Get defense? extra coin. One less game, Bit of coin, bit of sun. Uh, they're in pretty, house. they're pretty pale boys. They wouldn't want to get too much sun though, up there. I wouldn't think that'd be ideal. Right They'll be in their penthouse. Uh, it's <laughs> inside. And then Nick Blakely also looks fantastic. So Sydney positioned themselves pretty well because Sydney, I, I'm pretty concerned by During the Sydney's bottom end. Um, and yeah, so that's great to get some some quality youth coming in. And he's and a uh, yeah, he looks really good. I like, is he a father's like son? Uh, or could have been a father's uh, son? Is that yeah? yeah that's son that's of, my understanding. Like yeah, year. correct. So yeah, look, that that's the ten. Uh, if you've got any questions about any, like, you know, we could talk a bit about Jordan Clark and a few of the other guys, but I guess more specifically, if you've got questions about anybody outside of the 10, shoot them through, even if you want to email us at afldeepdive at gmail.com or any of our social media, whatever. We can answer them next week, but I reckon at this point, no, and we'll, we, we, we just don't know. No, we and we'll just, definitely, the preseason. Uh, previews of the clubs, yeah, we'll we have seen, of yeah, we'll,
1: we'll, once we've seen them have a hit out in, yep. in some of the pre-season games and warm-up matches and stuff like that, we'll have, we'll have a better indication oh, yeah. of where these kids are at, and we'll talk about how they fit into each of the team's um, setups then.
0: Exactly, and you know, you hear a lot of people talking about, like, you know, Lacocious gets pretty heavily compared to Riewoldt, uh, Nick Rewalt. that is, and I don't know. I think a lot of that discussion's a bit of a waste, and half the time, a lot of what you see In in these lower leagues, well, you know, high obviously, but for, you know, from a junior perspective, half of these players are not going to be playing in the positions that they're playing in. Exactly. In in, in these, you know, for the Sandringham Dragons and then in an AFL level, if that team's stacked for midfielders and they were like a jet midfielder, they're not necessarily going to be playing in that role. Certainly not necessarily initially. It depends. They could be turned into all sorts of different things. Well, this is exactly right. So
1: some of these players, I mean, look, let's look at. Who'd fought Adelaide, uh, Connor Rosie. Rosie's like, good, but he's there to add depth to a midfield, so he might not see too many games. No, initially anyway, he'll just bite his time in the. But without Wingard, maybe yeah. he might. Well, that's the other thing. You can see that that was a um, a good choice to replace, but he's not going to be Wingard overnight. So yep. he may only see a handful of games, like. Um, uh davis unaki did at north melbourne this year everyone touted him as being up there for the rising star but he didn't play enough games because no, north exactly. melbourne obviously wanted to make sure that his body was developing at a, at a rate that would be conducive for him being there long term so yep. you just don't know until we really see so yeah we we'll, we can go into i mean what there was 70 odd
0: players 80 kids picked up in the draft so we're definitely not going through all of them. all well, that would take years <laughs> but aside from anything like we just don't, don't know and it's, and some of them like there's just not that much footage of as well so anyway that that is what it is but if there's any any major questions you've got about somebody you know how someone might impact a team or whatever we're more than happy to answer them yep. but um, yeah I don't think we can get too heavily bogged down in that but that's no. the 10 uh, looks like a pretty stacked, stacked draft drafts. as everybody's been saying yeah, crazy, we'll so I think we'll be looking back in 10 years time Hopefully. saying yep yeah, this is up there with 201 because it's been a while since we've had a really extremely deep, deep draft yeah so anyway, let's move into the season um, review. So basically what we've been doing uh, for a little while now, every week we go through three different teams. Um, just because it's, you know, it's across an hour, it's a nice uh, amount of time to do three teams. It gives you time to sort of you know, properly get into a discussion, um, not having to rush through and kind of quickly you know, get through bits and pieces. It gives us a chance to really reflect back on, on season 2018 and yep. specifically focusing on a few teams and how they went, what worked, what didn't work, uh, what they can do better next year but it's more about really the year in general so if you're wanting to, uh, us to sort of talk about trade period in relation to these clubs um, we, yeah, did, a whole episode we on, did a whole episode on that already and um, yeah I mean there's this we're not going to go this is more kind of looking back at the the season uh, overall um, and then just going from there like I think kind of just you know, focusing on the story of what happened this year how did the yeah. narrative play out for the team like so, where where were they predicted
1: to finish overall exactly. what happened during the year that's it what where did they end up finishing mm. and ultimately if they made finals was it successful or not so. exactly
0: so and we will be doing season previews which will be more obviously about looking at season 2019 but we'll do that in the new year yep. when we come back so let's start with our further ado let's get into Port Adelaide so Port Adelaide Pretty interesting year. So Port ended up finishing outside of the 8th, finishing at 10th. Uh, so they had 12 and 10 with 107.6. Yeah. Lost their last four games too. And brought
1: in a lot, a lot of players. Yeah, they spent <laughs> in the a lot at the, the and table. And uh, hoping to uh, open that window again and really make a teller of it. And it did not work at all for lots of reasons. Really? Some of the players they brought in just didn't. Fit their structure weren't good enough to play regular footy. They had their injury concerns, yep. and ultimately it just was a team that lacked direction from the top. Yeah, and no lead. Oh, I shouldn't say no leadership because Travis Bogue was very good all year, and there was a handful of other players. Right, yeah. But he's not. He can't be the only leader on that team no. to pull him through. That is, there's not enough just natural talent on that list. Well, no, having seen this year. Um, I thought on paper they were top four. Yeah, we had them pretty high up. And uh, unfortunately they just couldn't put two and two together and equal four. We both had them in the eight.
0: Mm. You had them in the four. I had them, I had them just two. outside. You yeah, had them two. You had them really high up. So, I mean, <coughs> yeah, really, you're right. I mean, the big story really, well not, definitely one of the biggest stories is the recruits just completely not, not working. But the other thing too is, as you, as you pointed out too, was clear uh, problems back a house. So. the narrative between Koshi and and the coaching group was was an ongoing distraction and a problem. It looked like people weren't on the same page with different deans. Both the SA teams behind uh, closed, obviously we can't see what's going on in the background, but publicly, both of them looked awful in terms of the way they were being run. Like um, the Crows, you had the camp and all this stuff, but then also you had Koshi, you know, at the back end of the year as well, you know, saying everyone's on the trade table, and it was like, what? Yeah. what is, what, just shut up, this and is not your job, like, and it doesn't help, it's not helping
1: anything. Yeah, and it doesn't help that there's some ex-players that are uh, prevalent in the South Australian media, I'm yeah. not going to name names, but y- you can figure them out who they are, True, they? that's one, uh, cor- <coughs> corns? Yeah, that's, it. Yeah, that's got a, a t- t- bit of corn there. Yeah, a bit of corn there. Um, <laughs> they come out, and have been corn. so passionate about this club in Port Adelaide, yeah. but will be the first to burn. point fi- point fingers and pour fuel yeah, on it. That's it. Mm. Uh, burn burn the witches that they can see apparently going on there. And and I think that if they truly are passionate about that club and want that club to be the best that it can be, don't come up with. Just random stories. No, I think that was. I know really they're. Com- I know they're commentators, and they've got a comment. Comment, but there's a way that they can do it without dragging and slinging mud across the screen that is unfabricated in a lot of these regards. Yeah, I think there's better
0: examples of that. You're right, yeah. but I mean, uh, yeah. But in terms of on-field, oh, I, I mean, case. they they fell away heavily in the end, which really hurts. Those four last losses is really poor finishing yep. with twelve. Um, we tipped Essendon to beat them in the back end of the season. We actually, yeah, we saw the demise definitely coming. They, they had some incredible highlights though, like that, you know, going up to Sydney and beating Sydney up there earlier on in the season. In that, that was an amazing game. Yeah. Like around five or six or something yeah. around that. Yeah, point. they did have a good they run. They had and a very. And good, they were sitting in the Great top five for a while. They and looked really said, yeah, good. They're set. They're, they're, Voss doing re-sign. what they're gonna do resigned. Things looked like they were really coming on track, but then the seams just fell apart. And players, let's be honest, like a wing guard and a bunch of these, you know. Stars from the past you know a year or two years ago just didn't turn up just to season didn't turn 2018 up. a bunch of them Just didn't look like they were anywhere near as as fit. They didn't look like any, they were anywhere near as motivated I don't think their game style was great all year as well. I thought there was a it was very active in a lot of Regards. Yeah, I think they struggled against certain teams as well Like I never quite was confident in them going into many games like I, they they were such an up-and-down side uh, I I worry uh, as well about some vocally on on field too. Like a lot of the time, it looked like there was some really poor communication. Um, to be honest, there's a like you know little things like you know they they just scraped over Brisbane. Like you know the teams that were sort of you know knocking on the door. They they only ju- they weren't really like smashing teams at all throughout the whole year. Yeah. That's why they finished with not a particularly high percent. Like North at a higher percent, and Ben Brown was pretty much doing most of the work mm-hmm. half the time. So. For a team yeah. on paper that had their talent, they, look, they looked stacked. Stacked. The coaching
1: panel looked pretty strong, and obviously, home ground ad, home <clears> ground <throat> advantage is huge over in uh, SA for any interstate teams that come across. And to be not just a lowest percentage, they missed the eight by a game yeah. minimum. So that says a lot. If you and they lost
0: the last four. Yeah. So
1: oh. they were never. Really, if even if they fell into the top eight, that, that lack of wins and that momentum, uh,
0: they would've just got belted out of the park first round anyway. Probably, I can see them betting a couple of teams that made the eight, but not many. Yeah, look, it'd be in- fascinating to see. They're one of the teams, I mean obviously set out nearly every week, but they are a team I'm very interested to see next year. The Lindsey Thomas thing, you're going into the recruits, that just completely blew up. He, you know, had, it just had no impact. They finally played him. And struck, you know he's kicking you know a goal from the car park, and then the next minute he's you know trying to murder somebody. Like it's. I
1: didn't see. It, it why was again the they same. Gave problem. him a
0: lifeline. They, they didn't uh, need a bit another. Of hope maybe I don't know.
1: Well, did they? Did did they know that Wingard was not happy and wanted yeah, out? So well they were trying to look at, at another um, small four that like can that. kick goals. Yeah, I don't know. possibly. I would have I would have gone with youth personally, but you know, um, well, obviously Jack Watts. Showed some glimpses, but he did that at Melbourne, so he's maybe he's just a, not he heap already. Uh,
0: it was pretty average, let's be honest. Like I think Jack Watts is nowhere near the player that anyone thought he was. It's shocking that he went ahead of Nat Nui. and As much as Natanui hasn't really shown a heap, either he's been injured a heap, that, yeah. that I, I don't know. I, I just don't think then, he's the sort of player and then Rockcliffe at all. Had, had injuries as well, but he, yeah, he never his, quite showed a lot. No,
1: nah, and I think a year in that system will help him. Yeah. He's, he's a professional. You, you can't see him having two down years, um, I like, wouldn't think. You no. Know, I, I, they're going to be one of those teams yeah. I think is still, they're going to have another year of struggle town for me.
0: Selection as well was really weird. Like they dropped Pollock a couple of times. I don't think Pollock was that bad. I actually think Pollock was pretty good and in the end he ended up leaving because he wants more opportunity. Yeah. I just think little things like that, like just, they they never seem to quite get things right. Like they never look like they had much of a... A plan for the year like it just didn't look like they knew where they were at yeah they not look like they knew positionings as well like and didn't stick to it you'd rather them stick
1: to it and just see it out yeah. and go okay well that didn't work what do we do next time rather than every it was like almost every week it was different game plan different structures oh
0: and the other thing very much with port was they were a team where unless their absolute key 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 pillars turned it up it was a nightmare watching them because you were just waiting to see how far they would lose by. Yeah, like the amount of times, like how many times did Robbie Gray get them out of trouble? Like he is unbelievable. Yeah, he's got some such absolute a good stars. Player. He's yeah. a legitimate star. I know that gets that word gets thrown around a no, lot, is. but he is fantastic. And the amount of times he would kick like six in the third quarter, like it's just, he's unreal in modern football. And Westhoff as well, like you know, he he it was I, I couldn't believe him. he missed all Australian as well. That 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 was another one I was like, wow. He and Stratton, I remember thinking, jeez, that seems pretty harsh. Yeah. But while the Westhoff was was excellent, and um, for me, yeah, like if he wasn't lighting it up as well, like well, if he wasn't, don't know, as it's consistent. Charlie Dixon was average. He's been we got to get that been, sorted. He's well, that's the concern. He's been very average since he's got there yeah. from the Gold Coast. Let's be honest, um, their backline's got a bit of concerns. You know, Pittard, Pittard. Pittard gone, but I mean, how good has he been? He was sort of, I mean, a bit of a fringe sort of player anyway. But that's the thing, we never really kind of figured out what he was. Uh, he, you know, made a fair few errors here and there. But anyway, so that's Port, um, you know, finishing with 12 wins. For me, pretty disappointing. Disappointing. You know, if you're to mark him out of 10, like a 5, oh 4 my, 5. even there for me. They were, they were, they were the one of the biggest, disappoint- biggest disappointments for me this year. Especially thought. bringing Rockcliffe in, yeah. who's a <coughs> legitimate, uh, he's, he's easily even the best recruit. That yeah, they brought in he's even, better than whites
1: oh he's better than whites and better than Motlop. he might not be the match winner that what what Motlop can be but he brings consistency yeah but even away from that just Motlop on paper okay. yeah just on paper they, they just look like there was enough star yeah ammo on what they already had and obviously key injuries were coming back um Ryder right, had a, a year off, an extra year after the well, he, saga, yeah. and you just thought, I oh know it'll he gel them. He a step them. slower, which doesn't, yeah, which does they not do. help at all. That's the other thing; they look like a slow team now.
0: Well, look, they've gotten the um, West Coast Premiership ruckman, so maybe that's going to make a massive difference. So you'd, hope, you'd hope it would, because Ryder looks like he's in his last He weeks. needs help, yeah. Well, a lot of those SNM players look like they're, they're falling away. But that years, so I think, out of the game hurt them. But anyway, we could keep going on. But that, that's Port Adelaide. If you've got any questions, definitely shoot it through. But yeah, very, very disappointing season. And it never really came together no. um, for me. And yeah, very disappointing given both of us really had them held up high. Uh, So let's move into Richmond now. So big story in Richmond's obviously coming off the Premiership in 2017 and surprising the Crows. And then 18, everybody was just, you know, it's their season to lose. It's their season to lose. They had a heap of games in Victoria. They didn't lose a game in Victoria. They lost every game away. Yeah. So that's pretty much the narrative of Richmond season. And by the end, they look completely gassed. They look gassed and confused the lost rolling stones album and that little yeah. bit of in pressure of year, and that yeah.
1: little bit of pressure coming from the success of uh 17 i think crept into some of the younger players maybe and obviously went into the finals red hot favorites two yeah. games clear on top of ladder yeah um didn't lose a game basically no. in the back end and well, they won the last five yeah yeah as a minimum i think it might have been
0: six or might seven have been they went more into than they, yeah. so yeah.
1: Shows, they were those. easily the most do, well, not dominant because they obviously didn't well, they win the game won eight well, they won the minor
0: premiers. They didn't play won. a game overseas. I oh, see, sorry. They didn't win it the interstate. We um, couldn't get them
1: to go to China. No, definitely not. And... Eight and four, which is pretty good. good. Oh, oh, yeah.
0: That, absolutely. One twenty six percent But when you play 20 games at the MCG... You, it's still yeah, a disappointment nah. to, to, to lose in the, in the back end like that. I mean, that's the thing. They to obviously... To not make a grand final. And on the back of what they did last to year. Lose to lose to a guy that hadn't played AFL, you know, three or four years beforehand in Mason Cox, to yeah. see him just dominate the team was a, a joke, really. It, just, it was embarrassing. When and I, it, it looked like a year to, you know, you know how you see often, like, well, Adelaide were pretty gassed by the back end of the year, and yeah. they won the minor premiership. premiership. I mean, there's a bunch of times where this has happened. Oh uh, eight as well, like, the Cats now look back on it and say, we were gassed. Yeah, like that's that's the thing. They've they more recently started to be a bit more, more honest open. about it, and they they just timed their run really poorly, and just had dominated through the year, and then once they got to the back end of the year, they were exhausted. So I reckon there's going to be some more resting of players throughout next year, definitely. Yeah, sacrificing two or three games potentially, and having the the uh, the energy at the back end of the season, and and the you know the the vibrancy and the sort of excitement Simon. and everything there, because all we're doing is playing for flags it's, uh, nobody cares you no. finish minor premier you get nothing for minor premier it's a, an absolute well we get a bit of mem- you get obviously members and you get oh, it's not but nothing but i mean if you finish fourth or first f- it is there much of a difference if you're a big if club you're gonna get a flag if you've got a better chance of getting a flag and then even from, more money yeah absolutely. so I, I, I yeah for me it's it's still definitely a disappointment yeah. they were fantastic all year but they not only lost games away, they got pantsed a bunch of times. That game against West Coast was a, a, a joke. A, well, it, it, I remember we spoke about it in our review that week and I remember saying, this is a genuine concern and everybody thought I was crazy. Everybody was like, oh no, nah, don't worry about it. It's just away and the grand final gets played at the G and the prelim will be at the G probably given where they'll finish and all that sort of stuff. And I was like, it's still a massive concern. Yeah. Like they, they, flag teams, don't get pants really much at all throughout the year, no. and that happened a few times. I don't know. I I, I think it, it was a, it was a real disappointment and a very much a missed opportunity. You know, Jack in the end, d- trying so hard and being so good, he was he was pretty good against Collingwood in that he was game. Massive he did everything always. he everything he physically could. Yeah. And you know, he ended up you know stealing the Coleman from Ben Brown, who held up for seventeen weeks. So there was all these stories everywhere. You know, Dusty. You know you know re-sort of igniting some of his form because early on in the season he was okay but then he really built through the back end of the year but i, I you know the, the whole diving thing with france didn't really help as well i thought yeah. some of the tactics were really poor from some of the guys i don't know the lack of uh, the, the lynch thing i don't think particularly helped either because they were constantly not wanting to recommit to a, a bunch of of quality within yeah. their list and constantly w- w- trying to figure out well how much cash do we have for this, this Yeah, I reckon, I reckon that, that
1: played a big part, because you can look back over the last few years about the success or failure of some clubs, and there seems to be this link with players coming or going and, yep. and the club not actually making decisions. And if you're a player, this is your livelihood, and you don't know if you're going to get a contract. You want to stay with the club, but yep. they can't tell you until they know what's going on with this other player. The contractually can't awkward. say anything. Yeah, you're sitting there going, well, my mind's not on the game anymore. My mind is going to be wandering elsewhere. It has to have been. It's, it's, and it's no different to any other job if you can see the walls falling around you, well, but you want to stay there because your boss has been good to you. You sit there and you wait until the very end, but that's not necessary you being able to out put the best type of work. No. So you're quite If you
0: work in, let's say, you know, we, we, you and I have worked in an office before. If if someone said to me, you look, oh... I'm not sure about renewing your contract there's a bloke over at the uh an opposition uh, company we're thinking of potentially trying to recruit he's going to increase our wouldn't, income wouldn't, so we can all get paid more we wouldn't mind a little bit more you know money so if you could just hold off sort of any commitments uh and we'll get back to you once once we've got our big fish you're already like that's would be fairly awkward. Th- i get it's different in sport and that's part no, of it but, but halfway
1: through the conversation everyone's on their phone or on, exactly. on, on the internet going okay
0: what jobs are out there seek well, they've traded that. The thing about it is, Reese Conker, you know, a lot of these people are gone. So
1: yeah, they had, they did a lot. Of, they did keep a lot, and there wasn't much. Um, well, in the lost. end, Lynch
0: actually took nowhere near as much money as it was reported yeah. during the year. So now, now he has to deliver. That's he does. That's but at least it. they're only spending about eight hundred grand on it yeah. per year, which is not actually no. that bad. So and he's, he's happy. He's actually he agreed to have his contract structured in a way. So they can afford to pay the likes of, you know, Cochin and Martin and Rance and some of these guys now and then take money once they're older or retired later on. Yeah. But uh, you look at, just before we get off this point, you look at it with Rance, you know, on, on the couch during the year on um, Fox footy and he was like, oh, I just don't want to up- upset the apple cart because they asked him, should Should Richmond go for Lynch? And surprisingly, normally AFL players say nothing. But he actually answered it. Yeah. And that, that itself is interesting. Like if a senior member of the club is saying... Don't know. Don't want to upset the apple cart. Oh, that to me, is, you know. Anyway, we don't obviously know what's going on internally there, but that that didn't really particularly add up. The game plan was pretty good. Like it was, it was pretty well, sound throughout. 18 games. Eighteen so. games is pretty damn good. It's most of the year. Yeah. But uh, no. Yeah. It, it's a very hard club to talk about because they failed in the end. That's just the reality. Yeah. Because the ultimate goal for them was. Grand, At least to grand make and final. it. final,
1: yeah. Because when you back up after winning a flag after long such a long period of time, yeah. to be able to then back up and make that final day is a huge effort. Um, but ultimately, they didn't get that far. So it's a
0: wasted opportunity to win 18 games and only be too short of another flag. Yeah, That's the reality. Like, every single person would take 16 and 6 and then win the flag. Absolutely. That's the thing, yep. because if they win 16 games, with their percentage, they would have been third. Totally. <laughs> and they ended up making the flag, so, and they really should have won the flag. So, I mean, ultimately, yeah, interesting, interesting side to talk about, and obviously how it all works with Lynch coming in next year, which we'll get into in the season previews. There's definitely heaps we could talk about in relation to that. They're well, structures and stuff. But if he's fit, we'll actually see what he's capable of.
1: Yeah. Because people can say, oh, it was this and this and this. I'm like, yeah, but that Gold Coast had nothing else to kick to.
0: Yeah, I think the other thing I would say about Richmond too, from season 2018, is I, I was a bit concerned at times with the lack of faith in some of the youth as well. Like, there's a few times where I think they definitely should have just trusted and played like a Gareth Wade, for example, but then they went with tried and true. And that, I, I get it. They won 18 games. But in the end, Gareth Wade should have played in that prelim. They should have rolled the dice. Like, yeah. there were a bunch of injured players in that game. Yeah, you don't so, wanna, I, I, I don't know. Oh, I you don't want to see
1: Richmond with such a good list have the same issues that Hawthorne have been faced with now mm. and go, oh, shit, do we have to offload out senior players two at a time and then try somehow to rebuild with some really good players and hope that we can get a trade done. Because yeah. it's not always going to work. You've, I mean, it's a big gamble. I, yeah. I would say when you've got talented youth like Richmond do, yeah. I mean, the reserves team could have quite easily won the flag again this year as well. They were such yeah. a good team and they fell over. But there's enough depth there that I agree. I reckon they should be starting
0: to blood more games into this youth. Just play, em. Yeah. play People like a Gareth Wade. But I think as well, like there were a few games too... Like I think structurally, some of the things—it's just little things, like frustrating small things, like just yips in front of goal. Like you know that game against GWS where Richmond Castagna kicked like zero and five or something mm. absurd. Like just a bunch of these ridiculously frustrating games—they lost by like four points. Like just a bunch of these games where it's like, come on, just there's like tiny little bit. They're so close to being this completely dominating team. But anyway, next year will be fascinating. But that's that's kind of the review. You've got to still, for me, give it probably like a seven of ten, if not an eight, because they won so many games. But then everyone thought they were well. well, Everyone thought
1: they were untouchable. Not untouchable, but everyone thought, come the pointy end of town, if they're thereabouts, who's going to beat them? And it turned out to be an unlikely. Dang. Chris
0: Scott was in the end ironically because he was criticized for it at the time but Chris Scott was right in making that comment that Richmond avoidable. Yeah. If, if they're a little they're not an unplayable side. No, definitely not. If they're a little bit off and this is what I kept saying all damn year. We had so many, you know, people saying to us, uh, you know, why why especially me, well, why are you doubting Richmond? Oh, it's just typical kind of Richmond you know, negativity, <laughs> but the, the, the reality was, this: I, I could yeah. see holes in the side, and I was c- very concerned yeah. by the fact that we couldn't win away. Yeah, That's a massive, massive. concern. Yeah, not to win away, one game at least. is yes. ridiculous, it's and they got pantsed a couple of times, yeah. so and it got Adelaide especially, that Adelaide game was terrible, and then that West Coast game was embarrassing. Five minutes in, it looked over. Anyway, so that, that's Richmond um yeah obviously we could go for a lot longer but that's that's yeah look it's a very frustrating finish t- for the season was yeah not to, to see play in like the grand that final. and Co- i mean collingwood's smart though they, they played to them the exactly the way that Richland yeah played, absolutely and it worked give them a dose of their own medicine if they're slightly off it's it's not going to work and they they become very when they're you know lower and mid tiers down like the castanias and you know not to constantly pick on him but people like that If they're not on uh, the ruck situation is still a massive concern too like we could talk for hours about this like the hot that they i I don't know i mean i actually wonder whether instead of we spoke about this during the year i wonder whether instead of getting lynched they should have gone for a top-end ruck because there were actually a couple available but anyway it is what it is
1: well he reckons he's capable of playing in the ruck too so it'd be interesting to see if richmond do Put, uh, no get him injured no, no. clear right it's a big insurance policy there that's anyway. it so last team
0: for tonight we'll talk about the St Kilda Saints and that is all for Saints. tonight that is it yeah no, <laughs> no. Uh, poor old Saints so I St. feel Kilda, sorry yeah. first I just want
1: to say I feel sorry for all their supporters because sorry, yeah. while a lot of open-minded AFL and still on the some, one flag yeah. one flag and nobody really thought Really thought they were going to make the eight and even if they did, they would only go so far, maybe the first round. Yeah. But to get nowhere near the A, and be super non-competitive right throughout the season, I think that's the biggest disappointing, and yeah, just for the Saints supporters, I mean, they've gone through enough anguish, doesn't matter how old or young you are, it's tough to be a Saints supporter, so I'm glad I'm not one.
0: No, that's true. So St Kilda in the end, obviously missing the eight, finishing sixteenth, uh, not ideal. No, uh, set four and seventeen, and literally one. So two teams,
1: two teams that uh, n- have been non-existent for the best part of four years below them. So probably,
0: yeah, their best result was probably that draw with, ironically, um, with the no, no, it was with the Giants. Oh, with the Giants, that's right. Um, yeah. So, but teased it was their Eddie how, That was a horrible game. Oh. That was it was it, well, it was it was really exciting the, in the end, but it was a shit game. Good for Saints supporters, but uh, yeah, not a good spectacle. So at really, all. really, really poor season. Um, I, I thought their their youth was pretty poor. Uh, I think you know some some of them like your Hunter Clark's and a few of these guys looked okay. I don't think Alan Richardson's up for the job. I don't think he's the coach for them ongoing the saga next year is how many weeks until he gets sacked and Ratten comes in is well, very is very alive.
1: That is that's the thing. They've put Which themselves we, under a lot of pressure. We will get from into that. preview yeah. pretty heavily, but
0: yeah. But a bit like Port um, no, even
1: more so, more so than Port. They were, they were terrible. They they were, they were playing chess one week and then checkers the next yeah, and then yeah. Snakes and Ladders the yeah. next and and then came out and thought that was a netball game and it was football still. Batman cosplay, play, like yeah. they're just weird they stuff. They just didn't and the players didn't know where
0: to go It mean, Look like nobody had any idea. St Kilda are really lucky that Gold Coast exists, firstly. And secondly, they're really lucky that Carlton had one of the all time worst seasons. Like let's be fair. Like the, the And the Fitzroy season's the worst season, you have to say. Yes. And second worst season I would that I've ever seen, I reckon, is potentially Carlton. They was in twenty eighteen. They were absolutely horrific. And while I don't but want to give them excuses, they're basically an under-20 side at Carlton.
1: Yeah, exactly. Oh, St Kilda's not. That's St what, Kilda's got so much that's what's experience so alarming. there. And the, the amount of
0: times they took the front page, uh, like how many rounds where they were there where both of them lost, but Carlton just got the, just a bit more headline, just a little bit more heat. Where the amount of times you and I were like, why is the torch not even further on St Kilda? This is ridiculous. Like yeah. they, they are so bad. 75, Like they, they, they couldn't kick a goal. To save, save their themselves. lives, the amount of times, like, old mate memory, like, oh. God, like, it's so frustrating to watch. Like, they,
1: you know. Because their midfield would win plenty of the ball
0: well, and be quite yeah. good
1: and then they get in their 50 and go, oh, I don't know the, what to do with this. Yeah, so they, they had the
0: strangest, strangest thing to their game where they'd often win the ball in the middle and that's it. That is that's it, it. well Done hopefully, my cross your fingers, yeah. let's see what happens, like their offensive style was disgusting and we went through this all year repeatedly, week in, week out, having to dig through these games, it was so frustrating and to was, watch, it's fine. and I didn't even for the club, it, it was so, no, frustrating. F- so frustrating.
1: it's okay when you've got a Fraser Garrick or a Nick Rewald up there, maybe that's why, they're still not used to not having Saint Nick up there, Well, that's taking th-
0: marks, Let's talk about that. So, no Montagnan, no rewall. We, in our season previews for twi- uh, season 2018, we spoke about it and we were like, look, it's obviously gonna be a massive problem, like it's, but that said, surely you'll start to see some rise. Like, they've still got Jack Stephen, they've still got a bunch of quality players. Plays. He looked like he wants to try to get There's plenty, there's enough Jacks there to. look were 12 Jacks, like, surely there's enough kind of up and going here, but it was a bonfire. Like, it. it that, and that's, Nick, it just shows like, I mean, not that he necessarily should have gone on. He wants to retire. Wants to retire, but they tapered off so badly, and they never really had a patch. Even where they looked okay, they always looked patchy as patchy as lost the games last five. The like season. they were just garbage to watch. So yeah, probably the
1: most they were probably the most not disappointing. The most bottom frustra- three is horrific. They were the most frustrating team to to watch all year because yeah. you could see that. There's talent.
0: That it was possible, possible. Whereas St Kilda, you were. Oh, sorry, Gold Coast Golden, and Carlton. Yeah, nah. was like no, 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 no. This no. is just a, the whole thing's a yeah, joke. Carlton, this crips. Well, there was. They yeah. got they got more to live up to next season. This but was a Gold car Coast with was like two wheels.
1: Your two captains want to leave, so you just go okay.
0: Yeah, I think Ca- Carlton Saints, was a car with with no wheels. Yeah, I, I mean,
1: Brisbane Fremantle and the doggies well, finish above something. them. I would have thought at the start of the year Saints would be at least competitive and above two of those three. It's
0: hilarious that Brisbane finished with 89% and then St Kilda just below them finished with 75. Yeah. And that's a big gap. Big gap. So look, hopefully Max King can come in there and get like 400 goals and just completely obliterate because they need him desperately. Yeah. Because McCartan has not worked out at all. And even though, you know, even your most optimistic St Kilda supporters are concerned, like, there's all, I saw a few people really talking up, saying, oh, he's training the house down, and yeah, he's, he's lost through, five kilos, and he looks amazing, and it's like, look, gone we haven't got, back. we haven't played a game yet, like, this yeah. whole, day the, they completely mismanaged, like, you look at a club like a Hawthorne, for example, there's no way it, w- it would have played out the way it played out, it, it, act, there was a lot of noise that came out that they didn't realise, his diabetic, um, what condition was impacting his game as much as it was how could you possibly not know that what is going on at this organization? Like there are uh, plenty of athletes that can play with conditions like that like this is a joke Yeah, so just little things like that. It was like what is going on down there? So obviously, you know the AFL put their old mate Lethleen, you know who they had to sack because of the sex scandal But then they put him down at, at St Kilda and which kind of gives them complete control really They owe that they owe the AFL about what was it like 10 12 million bucks so it's a, it's a massive concern still, hopefully their, their move to their spiritual home is going to make a bit of a difference. But If they can get the yeah, if they Morabin
1: right and get the facility up to 21st century standards like what Geelong, Hawthorne, Collingwood, Carlton even have done. Yep. It just helps because the players then feel comfortable yep. and want to come to the club because the facilities are, are first class yeah it's, prime example's Brisbane of recent times they finally put some money into the Gabba so that the the weights room and whatnot is up to AFL standards and while they didn't win that many games the, they showed continuity in yeah. game plan um, a, a want to play with each other and they stuck to their guns they're just not skillful enough yet no. to win those uh, tight games which would have been huge for them whereas St Kilda I think they just there's something about a being part of a club that if the club physically doesn't have everything in place, then mentally the players don't feel worth it, it's like, this is my job, I need the equipment here to get the job done, and if it's not, then they go, well why am I going to put more energy into the
0: game, I can get a contract elsewhere. That's it. The back line I thought was pretty poor as well. They leak. they, a back they leaked. Did they have a back line? Not much of one. They leaked mm. so many goals. One positive, say. we've given a lot of negatives. I mean, one positive was I thought Seb Ross was fantastic. Star. So Please. I think that was one Star. of the few things out of it. And you never really heard many because they were so, it's fair enough, when yeah. you're that bad. When well, there's that noise about how bad you are. How bad you yeah, are. I'm actually surprised Richardson survived the year and I, I would not be surprised. I, I think uh, someone asked us on Twitter, when do you think... Um, uh, he'll be sacked and Brett Ratten comes in and I've said round ten. That's my pick. So round ten is when I think it'll happen. But anyway. So that's um, the start of the by rounds, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's so that's they'll why. give them to the they'll buy they'll, rounds and if they haven't got if they're kind four of four like, or five wins they'll need to win. Yeah, that I reckon that's it. Um, but yeah Seb Ross is well. but when you're in such a horrible team it's kinda of not to not at that level, but as an example kind of like Cripps obviously Carlton were horrific and had one yeah. of the worst seasons ever. Uh, without a doubt, definitely on the top five worst seasons I've ever seen. But you know he was he was elite, and I thought right, was, was really yeah. really good. Yeah, and that that's definitely a bit of a shining light. Look, that's the thing; they actually do have some timber down there. Like the funny, it well, the way he worded it was sort of a bit. Uh, I mean, I liked it, but I can see why some people wouldn't have liked it. But Hanbury, when he was um, traded into St Kilda, him saying, look, he straight off the cuff, said to the, the couple of journalists are asking him questions. Um, when he was traded, he said, "Oh look, you know, the Saints aren't as bad as people think they are. They actually, they're actually all right." And you know, and you know, it, it was funny because it was like, "Hang hey, on, what?" It wasn't, it wasn't <laughs> the kind of normal AFL player scripted. Well, any sport it happens in all sports really. Yeah. Like very scripted. Oh, you know, I'm just excited to be here, and uh, it's just one week at a time, and. Uh, you know, we'll we'll, we'll just are within these four walls. You know, we'll just train really hard throughout the summer, and and we really take it day, to by round day. One <laughs> and take it all day by day. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So cliche after cliche. Exactly, after cliche, it wasn't yeah. all that sort of rubbish. He actually said something a kind of you know with, with a little bit of you know colloquial sort of ism. but then shoes so from Xavier. He is that's true, but yeah, a bit of, a bit of wittiness. But look, that that's I think actually ironically sums it up pretty well. Like, I don't think they're that bad. Like I think that was. Potentially an anomaly hopefully and then next year you can see them winning But I still think 10 to 12 is the maximum wins they're gonna win next year max maximum and and speaking of max max king Would have to kick 60 70 he'd goals. Have to, he'd have to be Wayne Carey-esque well, They reckon he's pretty damn good. And yeah, i saying he looks amazing, not, but that's not year one. Fair, though. geez Yeah, that would be pretty incredible. Yeah. but anyway, so that that's St Kilda. I don't think we can get too much more into it without being even further. Yeah, negative. we do
1: want to keep some St. Kilda supporters feeling tonight and yeah. watching us.
0: Yeah, we're on we're on the west too, so we don't want to have to drive back and get a bit awkward on the way yeah, over exactly. the gate. So anyway, long long story short, not ideal old mates St Kilda, but out of ten, four. four. Yeah, we'll the one thing four. for
1: these three teams is disappointing by the end of the season. Yeah. Well, for, they, different they for different, by the end. For different reasons, for all different reasons, obviously St Kilda, um, just were woeful, yep. Port Adelaide didn't live up to expectation and Richmond stumbled at the end where yep. nobody saw it really coming except some insightful uh, Richmond supporters like yourself. Yeah, rest I, of us thought, I guess because nah, I watched nah, nah, them nah. really
0: heavily and yeah. I could see holes uh, there, but yeah. Um, yeah, look, Saints, uh, I, I think they'll be much, surely, I reckon, not much better, but they'll be a bit better next yeah, I don't, year. I, I don't that's see the thing, them
1: they win more games, but I don't see them finishing much higher than third or fourth last, because it's another stacked season. I think Port drop again, and I think Richmond stay about where they are.
0: Well, we, I mean, you know, St. Kilda in 2017 actually looked alright. Like, that's yep. the thing, there were games in that season where they actually looked like they were going to come, come good, but... Yep then this real just busted our season just came along. And as I said, they they are so lucky that there were two teams that were insanely bad. Yeah. Like that's the thing. They're really lucky that that's the case. So anyway, absolutely. That's the next three teams. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks so much for listening. Really appreciate your time. Thanks, tops to home. Thanks, thanks, Mr. Smitty. Thanks, Mr. Ed. And thanks, Mr. Ed. Our sound old look producer, good. getting his uh, his HQ in yep. order. We so appreciate we're, it. We're back.
1: Same bat time. So bat channel next back week. Bat channel. Bat cave. Probably be the last one before we go on yeah. a small hiatus. Yep. Um, wind down for the silly season that is Christmas and New Year's yep. and then we'll be back again probably second or third week of January just Something depending on, those just depending on where go, everyone's yeah. time frames are but yep. we'll definitely start the season off with looking into AFLW and, the previous, and previews and and the much exciting AFLX on the X yep. definitely the X because who knows who might have
0: Usain Bolt playing for one of the teams potentially uh, so yeah, next week we'll do Sydney, West Coast, and Doggies, and then yeah, as, as you said, we'll take yeah probably four weeks off, and then then we'll be back, yeah. and then it's yeah then it's, it's starting to look a bit better. We're 113 days to lay full season today. I saw it today. Well, pre season I started all the footy clubs. season. so. But if a big put it this way, if like a big story breaks, if something massive happens, yeah, we'll get on We'll, we'll attempt. We'll we'll, we'll we'll attempt to get together and do something because if there'll be something, there'll yeah, be so, something. Brian, Brian
1: Lake getting arrested in five countries in one night. Yeah. Or something like that. Something like, look,
0: look, what what, what do you reckon? Let's take pot shots, what it'll be. So drink driving, uh, drug uh, incident, um, what do we think? Yeah, president caught with a hooker. Is there, there be, well, the last few years there's been players caught by Asada. Do we think that's going to happen again? It's in almost every off-season. Yeah. another Collingwood player gets gets
1: caught. Someone's VCE papers get eaten by dogs and stuff. Who knows, Yeah. Yeah.
0: There'll be something really
1: whack. The you know, go he um, starts like a, a, a Greyhound training club or something. Yeah. That'd be as long as it's not um, really awful, like a, a car, like a loss of life in an accident
0: or anything like that. Well, um, yeah, that's, gee, it went dark pretty quick. Oh, it could happen. No, it could, yeah, I guess that's true. We're trying to have a bit of funnier though. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we don't really, we're, it's not really our wheelhouse to cover that sort of stuff. No. You know? Like the Sylvia thing, we were sort of like, look, it's obviously not ideal, but there's not much we can to sort of say. We don't really no. qualify for that sort of stuff. So maybe we're, Eddie retires. We're idiots, so.
1: Maybe Eddie retires from president. Eddie... Maguire. That's not going to happen.
0: That's not going to happen. He'll be there
1: for the rest of the time.
0: Yeah. Till they win a flag. The earth will erode before it ends, so. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks, Thanks guys. home Cheers, Cheers enjoy. Guys. See you next week. Cheers. 113 days. It's bad.